So. Okay, so I figured we do a, a filler because I feel like this is going to be something that someone's thinking as they were listening to the three-part series of loving someone through pain. Um, and I was over here trying to like make this question sound really great, but it was like, how do you get your ain't shit uh, non-helpful ass partner <laughs> to understand... <laughs> That they ain't being shit. That's what it, no, that's, um, she was asking me like people want to know like what how do you be then like now, how you, how would you encourage someone right. to um talk to their partner yeah about this episode getting that shit together yeah like that's real I um I would to start off I think. That was, it was, What's it's funny because it was happening. You're here. You're hearing the aftermath of us trying to come up with the question, and us eventually trying to gradually get to it. But <laughs> um, that's hilarious. I I would say if you are trying to talk to your partner, I think you need to take it to context how long you all have been together and where you're at in your relationship. Now, length isn't the most important thing, but. I think about like if y'all are just dating and you're you're just now like getting to know each other, this can be a very challenging conversation. And I and I also would preface to that I didn't know what was going on with me. And so as far as my communication, um, it was hard for me to talk with him when I didn't have language that I was able to articulate what was happening. And then I also needed to understand what I needed may not be what I will always need. So when he talked about the time where I was like, Jordan, you need to tell me when you make it to work. That was something that I only needed for a very, right. But in the moment I was telling you, it sounded like I would need it forever. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, this is what's happening. Every time you commute for an hour, to and fro, you gonna call me and let me know. To and fro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Over the hills we go. Right. Somebody's been watching Disney Channel too much. It's home to and fro. So I was like, no, you need to tell me yeah. when you're leaving so I can clock you. Right. Um, and I feel like when things are very raw, we talk in definites. All right. Um, and I feel like definites are dangerous because you say that's what you want, but how much are you going to pay attention to that later? I wouldn't try to pay attention to you not calling me because at that point I was like, well, I'm deep in the work and I'm like, well, it's 10 o'clock now. So hopefully you made it where the hell you were going. If you couldn't, then you're going to tell me if you're in jail somewhere. I don't know, but (laughs) wow. And I got to be prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Okay. And I just pray for coverage. Coverage. This is, this is. I'm right straight places. Right, so anyway, Virgin Airlines. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All airlines are grounded right now. So that doesn't, that doesn't it's even going work. nowhere. It's going nowhere. So that's not what you want to do. Anyway, the point was right. My random perspective for what it's worth on how to make. How to open? How as a person who might not be listening, because that's who I was, right? Let's so let's first own the fact that I was a person in our relationship who was not hearing you, mm-hmm. right, and not listening. And so, 
if you find that to be yourself in the relationship or if you're seeing your partner as the person who is not able to hear and listen, right, then I think these are some of the things that help me hear, help me see, right, so that we could work on our relationship. And I think the first of them, right, is really just asking yourself, is this what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Is it right now that you want it? Do you feel like you're going to want it a week from now, a month right. from now, a year from because now? Because at the end of the day, a lot of things that what's a lot of what's going on with people sometimes is that that's not entirely what they want. Right? Mm. And of course, right, you go through things to figure out. Right. Of course, like there's that kind of judgment thing. But some folks you are trying to change something, you know, you ain't necessarily going to deal with. Right. There are things that Jasmine does or that I do, right, that neither of us may necessarily care for. But there is some stuff that, like, if those were my regular habits, right, Mm -hmm. if those were your regular habits, that we just weren't going to be able to deal with. Mm -hmm. And being honest about that with ourselves first and then each other is a thing, right? So again, like, I don't know, first, sometimes I think it, where it starts is, you know, what are those definite things that you're like, nope, I can't rock with, I can't deal with. And being clear about that. And that's okay, right? Um, I think that's the first place. The next place, as the person, so now this is definitely getting to just the person who's not hearing, right? You have to actually practice and take time going, what is it that this person said to me, right? Because I think a lot of times, what happens is we're still making our response. Mm-hmm. We are, in my case, I'm defending myself, mm-hmm. right? And in defending myself, I am not listening to you, right? Because what I'm hearing is what you're, how you're attacking me, right? So I'm not hearing what's actually going on with you. And so I think taking that moment to actually go, okay, wait a minute, what are you truly saying? And then asking that question, whether you have to do it out loud or whether you do it internally for the moment, right, of what's the question underneath this question, right? Or what's the thing that's beneath that? Um, What preceded it, right, I think is the piece. Um, Because we get into interrogation mode. Yeah. We we hear something in that moment, oh, that's not going to slide. But I guess, and and what I'm saying, right, it's not interrogation. So, right, an example of interrogating that I'm not talking about. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm on my phone. Oh, what you on your phone doing? Oh, I'm texting. Oh, who are you texting? <laughs> right? No, that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. we, of course, all like we all. I think we all know the difference between those leading questions where you already have the thing that's on your mind of what the person. So you're is trying doing. to get the answer. That you so you're trying know. to get the answer. No, that's not what I mean. But what I'm saying is like if you say, Jordan, um, I need you to message me. When you get somewhere, if you say, Jordan, when you told me that we were going to get together at eight o'clock, right? I need you to get with me at eight o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. And not forget and not do all the other random things that you do, right? And then whatever that is, right? Um, Okay, there's the initial thing about the time, right? Getting together at eight o'clock. And if I just hear it as like, yo, something came up, blah, 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 right? We can constantly go back and forth with each other over why was I not prepared at 8 o'clock to be with you when I said that I was going to be with you at 8 o'clock. But in all truth, that is really not the real issue. 
the underlying issue is the idea potentially of um, people not showing up when they said they would. The idea of, am I, do you value time? Time, mm-hmm. right? The, uh, I've. And not time, my time. My time, right? Mm-hmm. My time. This time, time and my time is different. Do you, are you willing to create space? Are you, yeah, are you willing to create space for us just as much as you create space for boom, 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 right? Right. All of those random things right there are underneath this question of why weren't we together with each other at eight o'clock, like we said, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we, the more time we keep spending arguing over that and not getting at any of those underneath things that's truly going on, right? Because I could hear it from a space of, uh, we could be talking about the time thing and you could be asking, do you value my time, right? Mm-hmm. And then I could be asking like uh, just the simple piece of like, do you, um, am I am I worth your time, right? Yeah, you could start to like go down that rabbit hole. And as we keep arguing, we're creating a larger gap between us because when the it's way just started thinking, with you not being ready eight. Right. But the way we're thinking about it is in two different tracks, two mm-hmm. different ways. So we're splitting out. And I, that may not be the greatest way of saying it, right? But yeah, that makes sense. Again, what I'm saying is like we're having one argument, but really the underneath argument, because we don't have a common understanding of that argue, underneath argument, that's why we're not hearing each other. Right. And I think that's the piece. 80% of the time, this is what's messing people up is that we don't take the time to listen and then we don't take the time to ask or notice what's the thing underneath what we're really dealing with and going through, right? And I think this understanding of love and control, so I say that because as the person having uh, the challenges, um, being more expressive of those challenges, um, and seeking affirmation, we need to understand is it our partner's uh, role to even be put in a place to mm-hmm. always have to affirm. Yep. And so that's one of the many reasons why I go to counseling, why I'm trying to start a support group is because some of that affirmation isn't just you because I needed the affirmation from my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now that I see you as my family, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't always match the mm-hmm. actual affirmation that I need. Right. And so not always putting that on you when it isn't you, that's what, I mean, there are moments where it is Excuse you, me. I right. need you to give me the affirmation, but having, when you talk about that underlying thing, that affirmation of care responsibility isn't always on you. And so when people, so when you think about you on the receiving end saying, I'm sorry, people are like, well, why don't I feel better? Mm -hmm. Uh, When you walk away, like you got your, sorry, you got your, you know, I understand, but it doesn't still feel good. It's because it wasn't actually supposed to come from you in the first place. Right. And so I think we have to understand like that win that we're looking for, um, when we're trying to heal and seek care and love from our partner, mm-hmm. particularly in moments where we feel like they didn't do X, Y, and Z, that isn't always them. And so like, I had to separate you mm-hmm. from my dad. I had to separate you from my mom. I had to separate you from how I view men in society. I had to, like, I had to constantly keep pulling you apart 
from things that were negatively setting up who you are supposed to be in my life. Mm-hmm. Like things that predated you, mm-hmm. the the fuck boys that I was dealing with, right? Like all of that predating time. Mm-hmm. I'm now looking at you and you are an extension of that, but that's I had to start pulling you apart from that. Right. And I have to acknowledge the fuckery that was in me and that's in me. Mm-hmm. Right. And be like, all right, cool. How do you how do you deal with that? Navigate that. Mm-hmm. Um, keep that in check. Right. Because, um, again, yeah, I've been. We all be stupid sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing that I wanted that I would say is helpful Um and it kind of it's kind of building off of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. With the idea of like. What's yours? Like, I guess in a way, I, I shorten up what you're saying as to like, be mindful of what's yours versus what's theirs, right? What's, what's yours is mine. The oh. more the sun will Oh my god! <laughs> is that Oliver and Company? No, that's Who your favorite that? movie. Um, what? what is it? All dolls go to heaven. That is not my favorite movie. <laughs> Why do I feel like you always quote that movie? I mean, I might say that, but oh that my ain't god. my favorite. I know it's not your favorite <laughs> Jungle Book, but still. No, okay, clear. Okay, another what? another Jordan, episode. Jordan, do not play with me. Another episode that we. What have is to your do. favorite movie? What's my favorite movie or favorite Disney movie? Those are very two different. Very two. Well, very first of all, questions. All Dogs Go to Heaven is in Disney. Oh, I guess it's not, huh? So it's car- I'm talking about like cartoon. Yeah, my favorite cartoonish movie, like yeah, that is Disney's Robin Hood. Okay, well I was close. <laughs> See, these are things I don't always remember, and you're not. How did you make that hood just now? (laughs) (laughs) You got to put some beat on it. Put some. But you like Jungle Book. I do like Jungle Book. No, 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 no. You're right. No, no. Jungle Book is number two. King Louie and Baloo and them. Listen. Exactly. We were going to name our dogs that, and we ended up with Baloo. Not for real. You're right. You're right. Thank you. Um. Sorry. I don't even know where I was going. You were what's yours. Oh, the what's yours was my thing. Is that I think what is hella helpful in relationships is for you all to understand how each other makes meaning or makes sense of their past experiences. Mm. And the more you spend time talking with each other about the past experiences with your family, yep. the past experiences with your friend, yep. the past experiences with other relationships and things, mm-hmm. what you start to see and uncover is the patterns and the decisions, the patterns and the behaviors and patterns and the actions, right? Because we swear we're not bringing that forward. We, but you we are. We swear that we're not, there's no way because we didn't Because you're always not getting work, through it. Air right? quotes. But part of the work is knowing is that it's with you and then- Regardless. So like, right? For me, um, one of my things is people can be really close with me, right? And part of, and then people are really close with me. And I don't always check people about some of their actions and their behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. Even when they're things that I don't like, right? I do. Jasmine does, right? <laughs> But I don't, because sometimes to me, I'm always thinking grand scheme, long term, does this bother me, right? If I'm not really like angry, angry at the moment, right? Whatever. And I kind of brush it off, right? But at the same time, I've had time with people, Mm -hmm. right? 
so that now I'm in a relationship. You don't have time, context, and things with mm. those people, right? So you see something and it communicates a very different thing to you than it does to me, mm-hmm. right? And so, but us having those conversations, us talking about what's going on in my life, whatever, whatever, what's going on in your life helps all that stuff make sense. And then you can see if what you've been doing is good or not. Mm-hmm. If you hear that cracking, I'm sorry. I crack my fingers a lot. <laughs> I can't help it. No, dear. That's but, fine. Yeah. That's all rude, all in your podcast. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Be your authentic self, right? We're just talking about that. So, right, there we go. Like, Air pockets. You don't get arthritis. Not for real. Um, but yeah, I figured. I feel like that wasn't helpful. No, that was. <laughs> I I think in the broader perspective. Yeah, people are listening to this, they're like, well, what am I supposed to do with this now? Okay. And I'm just like, so what, what you really need to understand is if you decide to be in a relationship, wherever you are on your journey, you need to understand that there is always going to be self-work. And I'm telling you right now that it is never ending. Yes. Now, you can either get used to it, cozy up in it. Understand that you're still a work in progress, not use as an excuse, but you know, you still work in there. But if you are trying to work towards a lasting, meaningful relationship, and it isn't just marriage, I don't want people to think like the ultimate thing is marriage. It's gonna be anything. Um, you need to understand that you are always really friends, right? They're acquaintances. Um or the fact that what you mentioned the other day was, oh, snap, the, what movie were we looking at? The characters were, oh, containment. The characters were bonding over their trauma. They fell in love oh, through, through a shared experience. And mm-hmm. so you have to start to understand um, that that might, you know, inflame the toxicity that you're, that you may not want to have in your relationships. So you need to understand how it starts, how you showed up when it starts. How are you showing up now, given the time is, has passed? It is important to always have that that vulnerable conversation, you know, honest conversation about like what's going on with you and the, and what you're bringing into the relationship. But that shouldn't be used as an excuse for you to go blow up because they didn't do something you wanted them to do. And now you're like, I'm sorry. Well, this is this happened. No, you there are going to be moments where that happens, but that shouldn't be all the time. Word, word. And that's not fair to the other person because you are taking away from, you know, their their contribution to the bucket. The bucket that I had mentioned mm-hmm. um, in the first episode of this uh, series. But, like, they're over here trying to pour in love and you over here trying to scoop it out because you just don't want to deal with mm-hmm. your, your shit. Like... Honestly, you got to deal with your stuff and deal with the abandonment, the rejection, the frustration, and and the expectations. And also, as a person hearing this, you got to figure out if that's even what you want to do. And you don't need to be making long term commitments if you are unsure, because then your your unsurety is going to show up, even if you're trying to hide it. Now, I hid it well for a minute. But it comes out. But it's gonna come out at some point. And you and, gotta with it. Right. And you don't you don't want that to come out later because then it's it they ain't there ain't no sweeping that big elephant underneath the rug. Like it's there now. So I think that's probably what I wanted to just add as a here's a little 
thing for you. Better like, add a little something on it. A little sprinkle, you know, seasoned salt, pepper, garlic. Oregano. Cumin. Coriander. <laughs> We're going to keep going. Cilantro. <laughs> Turmeric. Thyme. Taco seasoning. <laughs> All right. All right. We're okay. Done. We're good. We're good. Oh, this is helpful. Peace and blessings. Love y'all. Loving someone through pain uh, is over. I hope you all enjoyed um, these four episodes because we figured why condense these things. But um, I am just excited uh, to continue to pour into you all, my listeners. We have over 300 plays, um, and I'm just so excited and thrilled. And so thank you for walking this journey with me. Um, and just being an encouragement. This has just been an amazing experience, particularly an episode uh, where I'm able to bring folks in uh, that share my world. But season two has just been an extreme blessing, and I look forward to continue bringing folks to the table so you all can hear them because they are, you know, the the glue to this work. I would encourage you all to like, share um, on Instagram at Olivia Revolution Cade. Um, please let me know um, what you think of these episodes. Engage with me over social media. DM me for ideas that you're looking for me to, you know, explore further. Um, I'm just always looking to connect with you all. But just again, thank you for this this ride, this journey. Um, and I hope that you all are social distancing in healthy and healing ways. Uh, and yay, peace and blessings.